0: Welcome back to Brimbank Live on Live FM with your host Adungwut and I'm at Brimbank Learning Futures for the Nexpo exhibition. Joining me today is Maven Hetegay. Hello. Um, here to speak with me all things Nexpo. Thank you for joining me.
1: No worries. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. So I always like to start off by throwing out this really uh, arbitrary question. Who is Maven?
1: Ooh. Okay. I am a brown person. Okay. Who works in local government at the moment. Someone who wants to make a career out of working within community spaces. And I love cricket.
0: Love it. So what inspired you to start working in this community space or council space?
1: Um so in high school and I think maybe this is a shared experience for a lot of South Asians. The only options available to me was like become a doctor or a lawyer. Or a failure. Or a failure. That's it. You're, those are your three options in life. So I was going down the medicine route or like physiotherapy. That's what I was doing. Studied that for about four or five years. But I like I just never really thought about what I actually wanted to do um, until I was like about to finish and I was like I actually hate this and I'm mm. bored and there's actually one there was a Wednesday morning at a seven-hour lab where I was just cutting up a human being which is actually pretty. I mean that sounds bad. really intriguing <laughs> but
0: <laughs> I can also see the
1: downside of that um, and then I, was, I just quit I was like no nah, I, I can't like I this is not what I want to do um, and I've been volunteering heaps that um, started off in spaces like advocacy spaces for people seeking asylum and ref- refugees um, that was my entry point into this whole space um, and then yeah it's kind of just snowballed I've worked in local government now for four years across two different councils um, and now I, w- I guess I'm moving uh, more kind of out of community development which is where I have started off in my career and moving more into policy so I guess that's a brief snapshot as to my career tra- trajectory.
0: Mm. And I totally resonate with this whole you know the the pressure of I don't want to say Asian parents, but just ethnic parents in general um, to kind of, I don't know, go down some paths that are really rigid, that everyone knows of. Um, And I was talking to someone a little bit earlier about his job title now and how he didn't even know that that was a thing. And there's so many opportunities that young people don't know about um, and our parents don't know about as well. So out of fear, they push you down you know, these really what rigid yeah, exactly. pathways. Yep. Um, so totally get it. Um, and obviously you're working in this next expo event. Um, what are you most looking forward to?
1: Yeah, so I've been um, working alongside uh, my colleagues. Um, so my role in this event has been to engage with industry. So my current role at Council is within Economic Development. Um, and it's primarily focused on engaging with industry and businesses um, to identify employment opportunities. Um, so my role for this event has been to engage with industry and bring them down to partner with the event. So I guess in that sense, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, how members of the community can engage and interact and build relationships with, with um, local businesses and hopefully moving forward, um, get some get some employment opportunities out of that.
0: Mm. is there any of the stores there because there's heaps of stores in there is there any ones that have jumped out to you so far or that you were excited to bring on board today?
1: For sure, um, I've got a lot of love for community groups that focus on brown and black communities I just like think that um, mainstream services you know, often mm-hmm. are not um, you know, do a pretty poor job at engaging with cold, multicultural you know, brown and black communities um, so there's a couple of couple of organisations in there, um, whose primarily, fo- you know, primary focus is on engaging with, with you know, core communities, and I think, yeah, you know, yeah, I love that.
0: Mm. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM with your host Adungwut, and I'm joined by Mayvan, um, an economic developer here at the Brimbank City Council. Um, so we're talking all things career and um, what was the most exciting, or what is the most exciting thing for you, which is, um, I guess, organisations that do have that focus or that lens on catering to cold communities. Yeah. And I feel like more and more organisations are becoming more, well, I don't know if it's the buzzword, but, you know, like culturally appropriate or culturally safe. Is that a legit thing or do you feel like it's just a buzzword at the moment because that's, you know, that's that's the trend?
1: A bit of both. I mean, definitely definitely that buzzword is real you know that's a real thing Um, there's a lot of tokenism that comes with um, you know with phrases and statements like that but I also think there are some really cool organizations especially organizations that are led by black and brown people whose leadership is visibly black and brown you know those organizations I think um, are often really good at actually you know um, walking the walk so I think that's really cool, but it's you know it's fascinating. I think the the labour market is in really an interesting um, phase at the moment. You know, post COVID, there's so many employment opportunities, and I think as a result, businesses are now having to be, you know, way more work orientated, and mm. you know, within the context of the West of Melbourne, they're, have, they're having to be really. More engaged and more in tune with the with the cultural um, realities that they exist in, mm. which I think is really fascinating. It's a really interesting time um, to I guess work in this space because um, we have businesses come to us all the time. Um, as a great example, there's um, some major infrastructure projects in Brimbank currently happening and about to about to um, about to you know continue, and a lot of those contracts require you know x percentage of cord workers um to to be to be engaged with mm. and a lot of you know employers because they've never had to do that before have no idea how to actually go about doing that so they are literally being forced to be more culturally responsive um and forced to engage with organizations to make that happen um and it is you know it is interesting to see how that shapes you know parts of the labor market
0: yeah and also i feel like us consumers have so much power these days like cancel culture is real so if you don't shape up and if you're not you know culturally sensitive or all that jazz you're not um open to lgbtqia plus i'm sorry if i left any more letters out um if you don't then you can easily be canceled just Mm -hmm. like that and you're no longer existent you no longer have revenue people just pull out so i think that's also part of the fear from a lot of organizations and companies um which to me makes me feel like maybe then their efforts are inauthentic, but that doesn't matter whether it is or not, so mm. long as something is happening.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, to finish off, I would love to ask you, if you were to be able to be or do anything in this world, mm. what would it
1: be? Ooh. Uh, if you'd have asked me as a kid, it would have been a cricketer. Okay. <laughs> um, but as a 30-year-old now, I think... I want to work um, at a high... I want to be, a, like, the manager of a policy department. Ooh. Yeah, somewhere. Either at a cool government department. I don't know if that exists. Or, like, a really cool not-for-profit. I think that's where I want to be at some point.
0: Wow. Policy. It's it's so funny that, yeah, as you grow older, what brings us joy or satisfaction sounds really nerdy. Yeah. But... <laughs> No, but I get you. I mean, for my birthday, I asked people for, you know, like Tupperware and (laughs) home stuff. And I'm like, that's all I need.
1: That's it. I just bought an air fryer last week.
0: Yes. (laughs) It's those things that become priorities to us. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Um, You were listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM with your host, Adungwut. And I was joined by the lovely Maevan. Fantastic. Thank Thank you so much for having
1: me.